Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Well, hello everybody and welcome along to Road America where we're delighted to say we are getting ready for the first of two events this weekend for the 2022 Mazda MX-5 Cup. The Edamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich. I'm John Hindoff, and alongside me in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre is Sheer Adam. Uh, good morning, Sheer, as it is here. Nine o'clock, early start, ready to get underway. And once again, it's been a quick turnaround for the Edamitsu Mazda MX-5 runners after a bit of a layoff before they were back last week at Watkins Glen. <laughs> Good morning, John. Yes, it has Good been a very morning, quick John. turnaround from the high banks of Watkins Glen and the elevation changes. Well, to the high banks and the elevation changes of beautiful Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin in Road America as part of the NASCAR weekend. Our cars showing a little bit of wear and tear on them, but that's exactly what the NASCAR fans love to see. Uh, let's take a look at the Mazda starting grade. 30 cars pulling out of the pit lane. Uh, starting at the back of the grid, Aiden, Aiden Fasnacht for McCombie Magalia Racing. That's not a problem for Aiden. He has won from the back of the grid before. Can he do it again today? We'll find out in about 50 minutes' time. Alongside him on row 15, Michael Starr for Slipstream Performance in the number uh, 37 car. Uh, on, uh, on the... 28th position is Dante Tornello for Hicks and Motorsports in the number 27. In 27th position, Jamie, Jamie Hayosh in the JTR Motorsport Engineering number 81. On the 13th row of the grid on the outside, Ethan Taylor for Hicks and Motorsports in the 80. Woody Hyman in the 82 is in 25th position for JTR. Chris Nooms of Formidable Racing is further back than he would like to be. The 32 car sits on the outside of row 12 with Moise Onetsky for McCombie Magalia Racing on the inside in P23 for company. Jameson Riley for Copeland Motorsports, number 31, is in 22nd position on the inside of the 11th row of the grid. Laura Hayes for Thunder Bunny Racing. On the 10th row, on the outside, David Starr for Slipstream Performance in the 36. Bryce Cornell, Hickson Motorsports in 19th position in the 65. On row number 9, Max Opalski for Copeland Motorsport in the 51 has Jensen Altsman in the number 13 for McCombie McAleer Racing alongside him. In 16th position, Alex Petura for Spark Performance in the 33 and the 69 of Anthony McIntosh for JTR Motorsports Engineering. On the 7th row of the grid on the outside, Joey Atanasio Formidable racing. He's used to being close at the front in that black and green number 43 with Gresham Wagner. Uh, he's used to being much close at the front in his spark performance number five 
14th and 13th, respectively, those two. Just outside the top 10 on row six, Jared Thomas in the 96 JTR Motorsports Engineering uh, number uh, on P12. And his teammate, Glenn McGee, in the 23 JTR car is in 11th. Into the top 10 with Sam Paley at 10 on the outside of row five. And McCumbi McAleer racing in the 28. Aaron Johnson for Spark Performance in the 24 is in ninth place. On the outside of row four, Justin Piscatel has the number 89 McCumbi McAleer racing car. And alongside him is Bruno Cagnero, one of many rookies in the field, but not the top rookie by a goodly margin for Hickson Motorsport in the number 21 car. Top three rows now in the 08, Michael Carter, former series champion for Carter Racing Enterprises in sixth with Celine Roland for Hickson Motorsports in the 87 in fifth. Jean Jodoin for McCumbi McAleer Racing is the third best of the rookies and he lines up alongside Parker Kligerman for Thunder Bunny Racing yes that Parker Kligerman number 75 holding his truck number of course in that car it's his first time out in these cars he counts as a rookie and on the front row Matthew Dirks from Okumbi McAleer Racing in a rebuilt number 76 machine after a big accident at Watkins Glen and he has got Paul Sitter, Connor Zilich in the Hickson Motorsports 72 on pole position alongside him with a new qualifying record here at the Edermitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich at Road America. Two minutes, 32.347. That's how they are lining up behind the Mazda MX-5 safety car. Shea Adam in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre alongside me. Well, we've seen Shea Aidan Fastnacht or isn't fast knack as I think we should probably call him now come from the, the back of the grid already last time out this is a longer circuit but we've still got 45 minutes you wouldn't back against him doing that exactly the same again I've actually been talking to his team owner Stephen McAleer this morning about how pumped up this kid is it's a ride height infraction that moved him to the back of the field didn't face him one bit for Aiden Fosnacht first two podiums ever the last weekend one of them being a win I expect big things from this young man today that's two infractions in the last two races it was an oil filter that they had a problem with in post qualifying tech last time around so let's see how far he can make it up the field Connor Zilich we've seen him on pole position uh, at the last round just uh, a week ago wasn't able to turn that into a victory can he make a better start this time around take a deep breath wherever you are here at Road America or around the world watching on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV www.imsaradio.com live world feed on the live video button and I know many of you joining us from racer.com as well Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next 45 minutes. Three quarters of an hour on the clock. First of two races for the Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup at Road America. These cars are really, really nimble, but they react well to the draft as well. Expect to see an awful lot of slipstreaming right round the circuit. The green flag is in the air. And from pole position, Connor Zilic for Hickson Motorsports tries to get things underway it's a very even break with the two by two start running down to the very fast entry to turn one for these cars Zilich in the white number 72 Matthew Dirk still in the replacement car actually from last weekend he's not back in his usual uh, army air force colours 
and Zilic has managed to just get onto the racing line there down to the bottom of the hill at what is effectively turn three and he's pulled through Parker Kliegerman in the second place in the black number 75 Parker had not driven one of these cars before Thursday spoke to him on midweek motorsport on Wednesday really looking forward to this he knows he's got a target metaphorically all over him he's the man who is the interloper here to the series down to turn five for the first time Kliegerman looking down the inside Celine Roland in the light sort of creamy green coloured car tries to come round the outside as they head up the hill and under the bridge for the first time and Kliegerman is being pushed along ah there's a spin down through the field that's David Starb I think in the 36 the blue car not quite couldn't quite see through yes it is the 36 car I think you're right uh, and there was a red car involved in that little push and shove as well as they headed up towards the Chevrolet bridge looks like David hasn't managed to get that car moving again and may be able to pick that up in the middle of the the pack as, as to who it was. Ah, there was some push and shove going on the outside into that red car. Did you catch who that was who started that year? No, I didn't actually, but I think you're right. I think it was the red car. It was the instigator, but my eyes were trained at the front of the field and Connor Zilich, who is doing a fantastic job this weekend, not only in Mazdas, but he's pulling double duty, John. So he's having to bounce back and forth between a TA2 car. There are a lot of eyeballs on Connor Zilich, who has very strong ah. NASCAR ties. And so for him, good move to get it done in the first corner and keep it clean. It's Bryce Cornet, who I think was tipped oh, no. into the side he has damage on the right front and it uh, he was speared across the track it was the it was one of the red and white the sole red and white cars uh, but it was Bryce Cornet who was tipped into into the spin there we are still green at the moment as they come across the line for the first time keep an eye on the draft these cars are open top and the FIA roll cage does make a big hole in the air. Zilich across the line with in second Parker Kligerman. Then in third, uh, sorry, second is uh, Celine Roland. Couldn't see him there. He was so close to the back of the leader. Then Parker Kligerman. Then Caniero, Carter Piscatel, Aaron Johnson, Matthew Dirks, Sam Paley and Jared Thomas make up your top ten. And that's how quick they went across the line. So it's Hickson, Hickson, Thunder Bunny, Hickson. Carter Racing Enterprises, McCumbie, McAleer Racing, your top six. So Hickson there, all, quite a lot of their team members there. Three in the top six there, and the top four breaking away. Make that the top five. What we've seen here, Shea, in the past, haven't we, is that if you don't fight and you work together as a group, you might be able to spring a bit of a gap. Exactly. And right now, this is exactly what Celine Roland needs. He is second in the championship hunt coming into today's race, but he is almost 420 points behind the leader, the being uh, Mr. Thomas. So in order to catch back up to Jared Thomas, Celine Roland needs to beat him by many positions in each of the next races that he can manage. And having his teammates around him adds a little bit of cushion. The race lap record here. It is stands to Michael Carter from 2021, and that was a 2.33.5. I have a strong suspicion that that's going to disappear. The qualifying record was held by Celine Roland until qualifying yesterday, uh, and that was a 2.33.0. It went down to a 
2.3, so better part of seven tenths of a second. So the leading group then just pulling away a little bit as they head down to Canada Corner. Time certain race, 40 minutes of it left. Roland down the inside into Canada Corner, takes the lead. Sounds simple for me to say it, but there's a big slide coming off Canada Corner from Celine Roland. He's managed to hold it as they go to Bill Mitchell Bend. The tricky little left-hander changes camber just over the top of the rise. Now heading down to the final corner, change of surface there as well. And then the long drag up the hill, a little bit of bump drafting going on. Canero sitting in third position. Then Michael Carter. Then it looks like our guest driver, Parker Kligerman, listed as a rookie, <laughs> just dropping away a little bit. And he's got some company there from Justin Piscatel in the blue car with the yellow rollover hoop and yellow wheels. Piscatel goes to the right-hand side. Meantime, damage further down the field. And that is... Coming into the pit lane for, I think that was one of the McCombie McAleans. Was that Sam Paley coming into the pits in the 28? Oh, I, I think hope not. I think it was shit in the blue car. I, I, I think you're right, John. It looked like the 28 machine. I've just also had some intel on Aiden Fast. Knox's winning car from last week. They ran it in full first practice one and two, had some electrical issues with it, so he is back to a backup car, not moving quickly forward through the field like he did last week, but still keep an eye on that young man. His black machine that took him to the front last week, that's parked up in a trailer. Uh, he's up to 15th position, so he's doing a decent job, not as quick as he was uh, last week. Uh, fastest lap time at the moment at 2.34.1 so we're not quite down to lap record pace and Celine Roland leads out from Conor Zilic in second third is Bruno Cagnero then the red, white and black car in fourth is Michael Carter in the 0.8 and just hanging on to the back there is the number 75 that's his Camping World truck number of course from Parker Kligerman and the Henderson <laughs> truck in the uh, Toyota that he normally drives had a great chat with him on Midweek Motorsport on Wednesday. Took time out from travelling uh, down here to speak to us on our weekly two-hour show. Actually had to go into overtime because we had uh, so much to squeeze into that one. If you want to listen to it back, go to RadioLamont.com. All the archive is absolutely free there. You search Midweek Motorsport on your podcast app. You'll find it there as well. Under 38 minutes to go. And there's a lead six now because Piscatel has hooked onto the back and coming behind him, the all-white with red striped number 24, Aaron Johnson. That's the car, the number 24 with the white stripes over the fenders and down the side. A little bit of blue on the back and then the white car behind him is Matthew Dirks. That's the number 76. Then Still Gresham in the backup Wagner. car from last week. Still in that backup car, then the multicoloured. Gresham Wagner in the in the five car. He's pulled up well, hasn't he? Uh, Gresham yeah. qualified well down the grid. Uh, he was outside the top ten. He was at 13, so he's made up four places. And Jared Thomas now making up the... Uh, Joey Atanasio, excuse me, making up the top ten. But he's just a little bit further back. The black car with the green stripes. So the top nine are having a heck of a strap, scrap down the hill to turn three. And still, Celine Roland leading. Here comes Gresham Wagner onto the back of that pack. Needs a result here, Shea, this weekend, Gresham. 
Yeah, he does. He had a very rough weekend at Watkins Glen. But what a move from his former championship rival, Michael Carter, to make the pass for third. Going into turn number one, he made it stick on oh. Carniero. He's now up near the tail of that lead pack. He's going to be fighting for the lead here in a second. Had four in a mid Mazda MX-5s wide for a moment. And BF Goodridge tyres on the grass for, I think that was Matthew Dirks in one of the white cars further back. Yes, it was. Yeah. And he's just dropped a position back behind the 24 of Aaron Johnson. He had made up some positions, but those two back as they were when they crossed the line. Roland then leading from Zilic. Remember, Zilic is a rookie in this particular series, but very few people come in with no experience at all, Shea. And that's all because of the ladder system that Mazda run with his MX-5. And there's cash behind that ladder system as well. Yes, there is $250,000 for winning the championship. It pays all the way down to 10th place, but you get $110,000 for the scholarship. If you win that grassroots scholarship like Connor Zilich did last year, Bryce Cornier, Bryce Cornier was second in that last year. He still came to the series with money as well. And if you're rookie of the year, $80,000, which is why Joey Atanasio wants to get as far up this field as he can, because not only is he fighting for the rookie of the year championship, he's third in the overall. Still, Celine Roland weathering the storm, weathering the pressure. And this first five now, and then maybe two cards back to the sixth position of Justin Piscatel, the sort of purpley blue card with the yellow roll cage, well as I say that of course he's immediately closed up onto the back through the final corner, it's Kligerman this time who goes a little bit wide but still people following him trying to get the draft the, the slipstream, the draft here is really really strong on all of these long straights because of the hole in the air that these cars make they don't have a huge amount of aerodynamics but because it is an open top car it does really disturb the air behind, Michael Carter pulls to the left to the right, it is Connor Zilic as they go down into turn number one. Then they all drop back onto the racing line and ride the curbing under the Arians Bridge. That effectively, that kick is turn two, but it's flat out in these masters. Down to turn three, not really scrubbing off a lot of speed there either. Not really an overtaking spot now, turn three. These cars with the Sadev sequential gearbox. These are proper race cars coming from Yokohama on the boat to northern Florida. And then... They are taken to the Fliss brothers who prepare all of them and they are stripped back. The engines are put to one side and sealed. They're not touched. Four cylinder, two litre, 180 horsepower. They're sealed. But pretty much everything else is taken out and replaced with race kit. So you've got the phenomenal Multimatic adjustable suspension side by side. Carter and Kligerman now through turn number five and onto what I think will be a flat out turn. Uh, through turn six, excuse me, through now through turn seven. I think that might be flat out in these cars. So you've got that uh, fabulous multimatic suspension. You've got race, race wheels. You've got BF Goodrich tyres. You've got the Sadev box, FIA roll cage and fire suppression system, both of which we've seen have to play their part. We don't like to see that, but we know it's worked. It's been tested in the field, absolutely. And what you have here is a very, very capable racing car indeed. With three-fifths of nothing at all. And with 180 horsepower powering the back wheels, this is pure racing through the kink. And the leading pair, just as we said, Shea, as soon as there's a bit of a battle, and there was a bit of a battle, Kligerman 
uh, Gresham Carter, uh, sorry, Michael Carter and Bruno Caniero all battling, and all of a sudden the lead pair have got away by two or three cars lengths. Yep, but the fastest lap still belongs to Gresham Wagner, and he's nearly a second quickest than the quickest time that we have seen from Celine Roland or Connor Zilich. So a lot of pace further back in that second pack. But, John, you're just talking about these cars and this track. This is the perfect place for Parker Kligerman to make his debut in this championship because it's all about the draft, it's all about momentum, and it is exactly what he is used to from racing an Xfinity and NASCAR Cup at this place hugging the pit wall the two leaders come through Celine Roland drifts back to drivers left to take the racing line through the first corner Kligerman leading the second group number five Gresham Wagner trying to get on the back runs very wide indeed and here comes Matthew Dirksen Aiden Fastnacht in the top 10 as well Janssen <laughs> Dirks and Fastnacht is just about a couple of seconds back so once again Fastnacht even though he's not in the same car with which he came from back to front last weekend. He still has the power. He still has the pace. And he still has the will and ambition to try and get another trophy. He got two last weekend, but the boy's greedy. He wants more. And speaking oh. of greed, it looks like Connor Zilich is going to make a move on his teammate, Celine Roland. Didn't really defend there, Celine. I think he realizes that they're getting caught by the next group of cars now. Can those two Hickson cars work together now? Maybe Zilich's car is just a little bit quicker in this part of the race. Here comes Kligerman. Now, Kligerman, partner was saying to me on Wednesday, we've known each other for over a decade, and he's been on our show before. He loves his road racing. He's a student of European-style racing. Would love to go to Spa and to Bathurst and to Le Mans 24 hours. He says, look, I want to be involved. I know there's possibly going to be a little bit of rubbing. I realise I might have to reach out the car and reset my door mirror on driver's side but I don't want to get involved with the championship so we'll see him yes of course in that TBR Thunder Bunny racing car he'll be involved what he doesn't want to do and he says he will not do is try and spoil anybody else's race but a hand signal going on yeah. here from Celine Roland saying right we've lost touch with the leader here now come on Parker I know you're a global superstar I know you pick up a mic for NBC but you've got to work with me here if we're going to get back to the front Yep, and it's not about influencing championships, but it is about making Thunder Bunny Racing look really, really good because Laura Hayes and her entire team deserve that. And Parker wants to give back to a little team that hasn't gotten all of the attention that the bigger teams have. So for Parker, there is another meaning to this race as well. But you're right, John, he is not going to be somebody to influence the championship. Can't do that. You, you absolutely cannot do that. Been a, he been wants to guest. be invited back. Well, yeah, I've been in guest cars before and particularly towards the business end of the season and we're just over halfway through this 2022 Edermitz Master MX-5 season. Uh, you, you just can't do it. Better to stay out the way. Aiden Fastnacht still coming strong in that number 15 car, strongly in that number 15 car. And now in 10th position, he, his last lap at 233.7. So well over half a second quicker than the leaders so he's still gaining on them and once again the top nine are back together all the way back to Oren Johnson in the 24 that's the white car with the red stripes over the fenders over the front wings and they're pretty much together Shit, I'm seeing the top nines together there's a, there's a couple of yeah. gaps there but really honestly speaking the top nine are back together and here comes Fastnack he's dragging Joey Atanasio in the black 
43. That's the car with the <laughs> green stripes uh, on the front of it. He's dragging him closer to the front of the field. Under half an hour to go now. 28 and a half minutes. This is where things start to get nerve-wracking for those people who are involved in the championship that we were just talking about, John, because people like Aaron Johnson sitting in 10th position in the championship, while it pays out to 10th, you don't want to do anything to compromise your position in the points, but Aiden Fasnacht, who is 13th in the championship, will do anything to get into that top 10. And he's looking for more race victories. He's clearly wanting to make a mark. In years gone by particularly with this car, with this uh, championship being part of the IMSA paddock. It's often been seen as a stepping stone to greater things, and many people have gone on to greater things. But as Mazda have concentrated their efforts and their finances into the Intermittent Mazda MX-5 uh, Cup, then this has become somewhat of a destination championship as well. And when you've got over 500000 yes, over half a million dollars, in prize money this year being doled out in this championship, you can understand why. The lead, the winner of the championships get 250000 It costs between eighty and 100000 to run yourself through a whole season. So it can be a major contribution to your racing. And it's great racing, Shay. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, proof in the pudding that the last two championship winners of the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship have stayed in the series. Gresham Wagner won it last year. He currently gets 10 bonus points for setting the fastest lap of the race. And the other one, Michael Carter, he's driving the 08 machine in third position. So if you're going to matriculate, this is not the championship for you because most people like it so much, they tend to stick around. And the cars have been the same specification for quite a long time the most recent edition was that six speed sequential gearbox and that's been in the car for quite some time so it's not as if you're having to spend a fortune on your car every other year to update it so Gresham Wagner 233.578 that's a 95 mile an hour lap around here for these little 2 litre 4 cylinder 180 horsepower cars that's pretty Pretty much hauling the mail. The top nine are together at the back of the group. Bruno Cagnero has just started to lose his rear bumper. And it looks like Johnson has dropped off the back and is about to be eaten up by Aidan Fasnack going down into turn nine. As at the front, a little court break there for part of Kligam in the right front. BF Goodrich locked up for a moment and Fasnack has gone through. That's the second of the black cars going under the bridge now. Up to the top of the hill at turn six. So Fasnak now up into ninth position and can see the leading group ahead of him. Just a slight miscalculation on the centre pedal there. Oh. Maybe just a little bit on the kerb for Parker Kligerman. He'll be very annoyed with himself. Drops down from third, challenging from second, down to seventh and defending that <laughs> position. Meantime, behind him, Fasnak made the pass. And behind them, everybody else is in 11th position. <laughs> Very well stated. It was Jameson Riley, Laura Hayes, uh, Chris Nunes. Everybody is just in there fighting for that second pack to try and be the leader. Bruno Cardiero's bumper definitely starting to get a bit worse, though. Six in motorsport. Still 1-2 and 5 oh. now for Cardiero. Big mistake by Fasnacht through the exit of the kink. And he's done well to hold on to that. And he hasn't even lost a position as yet. But he's got Road America Dirt on his BF Goodrich tyres. And coming down to Canada Corner, I do feel that Jansson may, may have the momentum there as he goes down the inside did he make the pass I'm not sure 
We'll see them as they come through Bill Mitchell corner this time. And heading up towards the end of the lap. Yes, Jansom did get back through into ninth. So Fasnacht with a tiny little error there. That's how hard he's pushing. I'm wondering if the number 21 Caniero car might get the uh, meatball flag. I tell you what, you've yeah. got to give it to Fasnacht. He lifted not one iota on the grass. <laughs> I know the well, BF Goodridge make good tyres and I know they make off-road tyres, but goodness me, bit of bump drafting on the straight. And it's the Michael Carter car that was getting pushed forward there by Gresham Wagner, Celine Roland in the middle of all that. Then the 76 is Matthew Dirks in the all-white car. Kligerman being shuffled back towards the end of that leading group as things are hotting up at the front. And by the way, the combined winning margin for the last 12 races... Of the Edomitsu Master MX-5 at Road America, last 12 races, add first to second together for those dozen races, under five seconds. So that's what we can expect <laughs> here at the front of the field. Zilic then leading by half a second, and it's side by side. Roland and Michael Carter in behind there, Gresham Wagner. Oh, down the outside into turn five, surely... Celine's not going to get that pulled back and he doesn't, has to go off the track and lose his second position. Fastnack is back up to ninth ahead of Johnson. Then it's Atanasio behind there, another big slide. That's the number 76, the white car of Matthew Dirks. This is getting a bit fruity with 23 minutes to go. We're into the second half of this race, Shea Adam, and it's beginning to get a little more fraught. And, John, who are those three cars that are fighting for second place now? That would be Celine Roland, Gresham Wagner, and Michael Carter. I think we've said those three names in succession once or twice before. What a drive by Conor Zilic, though. Not phased out by Roland trying to go around the outside. He just hit his marks and turned in, and the Hickson Motorsport number 72 was on Paul's, Paul Zilic for uh, this round. And with a new fastest qualifying time here... We've not quite got down 33.578. We're not quite. We're about half a second away. Gresham Magna, the quickest guy in the circuit still. And that will get him some bonus points. Ten bonus points yep. in the championship. But not quite down to the race record of Michael Carter from last year. Again, side by side. Out onto the runoff there at Canada Corner for... That was Dirks, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yep. Matthew, a lot of spare cars Still out at the moment. Yes, exactly. Here comes the blue with yellow. That's Justin Piscatel, and he goes through. So that little mistake at Canada Corner has cost Dirks in the white car. This is getting very interesting up at the front. I've got a feeling Zilic is just turning it up a little bit now. Last time around 2.34.8, he was four tenths of a second quicker than the pack behind him, which is led by the red hood of that uh, zero eight of Michael Carter Down but still well off of the fastest time from Gresham Wagner at a 233.5 so the lead pack has cooled off quite a bit and he might be turning the wick up a little bit as Connor Zilich but he's still keeping some powder dry yeah looking to make that gap whilst the, the seven cars eight cars behind him are fighting of course, it's all good news if they start to work together. And by the way, Fasnacht is back on the... Uh, is he back on the back of that group? I think he is. Yeah. Yes, he's there. There's two black cars at the back, separated yep. by a white car, and that's, that is Parker Kligerman. Uh, and the second of the 
black cars just going up the inside now into turn uh, number six at the top of the hill. That's Fastnack going through. That's another position made. So that was Matthew Dirks, I think, dropping back down through the back. I think he may have overworked his BF Goodridge tyres at the back. I saw him getting sideways coming out of turn five. And the FPR car of Aidan Fastnack, the McCombie McAneer Racing machine coming through and he's now behind the Thunder Bunny racing car so the two black cars at the back of that <laughs> are Parker Kliegerman in 8th and Aidan Fastnack now in no make that 7th and 8th because uh, we've had Dirks just drop behind them so I reckon they're 7th and 8th yep. now timing just catching up yeah, I'd agree with that. And with Bruno Carniero right ahead of them, that means we've got three rookies in a line. But it is rookie of the day leading the way. Connor Zilich led the most laps so far. We are just beyond the halfway point of this race, meaning that if Celine Roland could get back to the front, he still could take the 10 bonus points for leading the most laps. But I think it's going Connor Zilich's way. So that'll be 20 points total bonus for Connor Zilich after getting full position as well. Uh, Sean Chaudouin was right up the sharp end of the field uh, early on but has uh, dropped away a little bit now and his times are going back. Uh, there was contact, I think, early on, if I remember rightly. He, he had to switch to a backup car earlier this week, John. Uh, he hit the wall in practice one and that caused them to uh, switch cars. His uh, time's gone out there. It was over three minutes last time around. He's gradually dropping back down through the field. We lost Bryce Cornet and Sam Paley early on when they were tipped into uh, contact going up the hill towards turn six by another car. I wonder if that was Jodouin who was also involved in that and uh, may have caused issues there. Certainly Cornet and Sam Paley into the pits. I saw the blue number 28 coming in very, very early on. Meantime, at the front of the field, Connor Zilic, who set the new qualifying record Earlier this week, is leading, but by a reduced margin, just under half a second now. Back to Michael Carter in the 08, the car with the red hood, the red bonnet, and then a slightly lighter colour car with the orange on the top of the fenders. That is third place, and that is Celine Roland. Then it's Gresham Wagner in the multicoloured car. <laughs> then the light blue car with the... Uh, yellow rollover hoop and the yellow wheels. That's always easy to spot. The 89 of Justin Piscatel for McCombie. McAnee racing it off. Has got part of Kliegerman. Kliegerman's had oh. a big one. Kliegerman is off in the Thunder Bunny racing car. Now, did he get a touch there? Needs to get down through the gearbox. I thought he's going to dig himself in. This will be a safety car. He bounced out of the wall but can't quite get it going. He's just going to dig himself in and the... And the guest driver does what the guest driver never wants to do. Side-by-side -side contact, I think, here as they were coming up to the top of the hill. Down the inside, Aidan Fastnack. That was a fairly stout hip and shoulder from Fastnack. Really good half save from, from Parker Kliegerman as he came through. And it looked like he was going to save it. And then the car... Did what's known in the trade as a tank slapper. Swapped the other way. Now, if he could have got it into first straight away down through that box, he might have been able to pull out the gravel. But that is a very hard thing to do whilst you're spinning. And yeah. off behind, uh, also another issue. And oh, that's another one of the Thunder Bunny racing cars, isn't it? Uh, or is it MMR? Oh, it is. It is it MMR. Might... Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that might have been John Jadwen, actually, in the uh, black 39. number 39. You're absolutely full right. Full course caution is out. You're absolutely right. Oh. Full course caution out with 17 minutes on the clock. We'll all pack up behind the safety car. You're right, that was John Jodwan because he was well off the back of the field. Oh. He arrived later on. Whether he got spooked by the yellow flags there, not sure, but it looked like he just went straight on there. He's been struggling for lap time in that uh, McCombie McAleer racing car. So Connor Zilic Gosh, has I the chance to cool his tyres. Two cars off at turn five. Check that, turn six, excuse me, top of the hill. Go ahead, Shep. Yes, most importantly for Connor Zilich, this yellow flag means that nobody will lead more laps than him. So he does have those 10 bonus points guaranteed. And when you are fighting for positions in a championship where real cash money makes the difference, uh, he is currently 20 points behind Justin Piscatel. So regardless of what happens in the race today, i.e. if he wins or finishes further down, he's going to be it up to seventh in the championship at the very least. I just wonder if there'll be any sanction on the Aidan Fasnacht, uh, number 15. Mm. He was up the inside. He had nose ahead. You've got to yep. ask, was he making the corner? I think he probably was. But there was a little yeah. jink sideways. It's going to be a tough one. That's why I never want to be in race control. Parker Klegerman, yeah. I... I, I I don't think you can put any fault on Parker there. He was trying to hang it out no. on the outside of the car, outside of the corner. He may get out here actually without losing a lap. If the official safety truck of Road America, the Chevrolet, can get him out now, he'll have kept the engine running. He's got the rear BF Goodridge's on hard standing, uh, yep. well, nearly, and he's out and Almost. he's away. <laughs> so it didn't quite pull him far enough. Onto the gravel to lose a bit, uh, onto the grass rather, to lose a bit of the gravel. So there's yeah. the safety car. He's got out right in front of the safety car. Oh, so now, so now, so here's the story now. Never mind qualifying in third for this race and second for the next one. Never mind battling for the top positions. He's going to have about <laughs> 12 minutes to do an Aiden Fastnacht and catch back up oh. with the man who knocked him off the track. That is the oh, challenge for Parker Kligerman. Uh, he's currently scored in 26th position with only one car behind him, that being Jared Thomas, our championship leader. So let me send a text message and figure out what's what happening to, with him. What but, happened to Jared? He was exactly. right up there a moment or two ago. That's the blue car with uh, the yellow. Uh, I thought I saw that car. That might be a transponder issue. Let's visually check them so. as they come through. Because Jared Thomas in the um, metallic aluminum color, as it is now, I think was what we were calling it. Uh, it is one of those fantastic race cars that oh, yes, always catches your course. attention. Yeah. And we've seen it at the front of the field more often than not this year is by dint of him leading no, the championship by 400 points. He's not there. You're right. Piscatel's there for, in the other JTR uh -oh. car. But I don't see Jared Thomas in what we call it, metallic titanium or something like that. Metallic titanium. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. That uh, Dave Thomas, the owner of JTR, deemed it. Right. So Jared Thomas, way off the back and had a five-minute lap time last time around. Now, okay, some of that would have been under yellow, mm -hmm. but that is bad yeah, news but, for the championship mm -hmm. leader. Started in I've... 12th position, and Shea Adam has news. I've asked the question. I'll let you know when I hear back. Well, well, well. Twelve and a half minutes to go behind the safety car. 
which of course is a Mazda MX-5, running in the colours that we last saw gracing the Mazda uh, RTP-24. Yeah, the DPI car. And about this time, the last time that car was racing was we called it the summer of Mazda because the, the DPI was winning for fun around these middle races uh, of the IMSA <laughs> calendar and made a run for the championship. Uh, I think we'll be going back green next time around or are we going back green now? Let's see if the safety car lights are out. Yes, they are. So the Connor Zilic, number 72, Hickson Motorsport Machine will take them to the red flag. There's a little bit of packing up behind. I reckon he'll hold off and not accelerate until he's over the top of the hill. Here he comes now, and now he gets on the throttle. That's exactly what he's done, and there was a little bit of concertina effect at the back of the group there. hope nobody got rear-ended. Easy thing to happen. Zilic then on the pit wall side of the long front straight. Here comes the red car in second. That's Michael Carter. He gets onto the racing line. He'll try the old over and under, and still that bumper is flashing around behind Bruno Cagnero in seventh position. Fastnack is right in there now in the top sixth. He'll have cooled his tyres as well. Amazing that that uh, Cagnero bumper has held on on the number 21. Behind him, new lease of life for really Matthew Dirks in the white number 76. Jensen Altsman uh, in there as well has fought his way up from just outside the uh, top 10, Jensen qualified in 17th position for McCumbie McAleer Racing. Down towards turn five, Celine Roland tries the outside move. He's tried that again and went very wide. He goes wide again, but he's almost into second. Atanasio goes wide. And also behind him... Max Opalski. Was it Max? Again, yes. Tyler Gonzalez's car. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And now... It's a grassy moment for Celine Roland. He got a bit of a hip check. Here comes Fastnack. He's on the grass. Round the hurry downs, down towards turn eight. And he'll have to lose a couple of position pulls back in in front of Bruno Cagnero. No, that's not Cagnero. Excuse me, that's further down. Cagnero's got the flapping bumper. So, wow, that yeah. was a lot of, lot of places lost. So, who was that? That really was. Where did he come back on there? He I has, think at least P15. It all started turn five when Celine Roland goes wide, but behind him, Atanasio misses his breaking point. Then the, the, the Copeland Motorsport car going wide as well. Then there's a bit of side-by-side -side bumping and boring going up the hill. But then at turn six into seven, Celine goes on side-by-side -side with Gresham Wagner. He comes back on and taps his and fastnack as he hit the kerb, rejoining. Mm. Yeah, it was Michael Carter, in fact, who gently ushered Celine Roland off in the uh, red and white car. And as he rejoins yeah. in behind Piscatel, there's just a touch to the right front of the 15 sword car of Fasnacht. There goes Cagnero. Behind Cagnero, Matthew Jerk. So that must have been Jensen Altman that he joined in behind. And further yes. back again, a spin for the 37 of Michael Starb in the slipstream Ooh. performance car in the, one of those very pretty blue cars. And he's made it all the way to the wall in that liquid molly car and scraped the, oh, the beautiful paintwork on the right-hand side, but has managed to rejoin. 
Phew, wait. Wow, Michael. Michael, who sat out last weekend's activities, clearly he's getting his fill of it this week. But I was going to say something, John, and I didn't. But Michael Carter hasn't had a podium finish all year. Very hard to believe. So he will be desperate to do anything to try and get back onto the podium. But how much do you think he's going to push for that top step? Me thinks a lot. Could do with some points in the championship. Hasn't been where he'd wanted to be. Gresham Wagner still with the fastest lap. That's the third place car. And 10 championship points going that way. In that group, then Zilic leads, Carter leads, Wagner leads, Piscatel, Roland Dirks, Caniero. Then it's Johnson. Fastnack right in there, coming down the inside, trying to make up more positions. He goes down the inside of Caniero. That's the battle for seventh. And he likes this inside line. Fastnacked into turn six in the black number 15. Sword car. And oh. through he goes. Penalty, John. Penalty for Aiden Fasnacht. Drive through. Yeah. And that was yep. presumably for the contact with part of Klegerman in the 75. I would imagine so. A lot of uh, track limits as well. Well, that has brought his charge to an end. He'll be disappointed with that. I'll be honest, I could have seen that being called as a racing incident. I don't really think you could have ever called it on part of Klegerman. But I understand that one absolutely understand why that's being called very tight up there towards turn six so into the last inside the last eight minutes now there's a few damaged cars out there at the moment (laughs) Robin is racing is it ever David Starb trying to get back onto the back of the pack as well once again Caniero is wide this time at Canada corner through Bill Mitchell bent as they head towards the end of another lap. Seven minutes on the clock. So Fastnack needs to peel off right now, just in case. Yep. His team must be fighting his corner. He's not come in this time around. Yellow flag. And the yellow's out. And if Fastnack had come in there before the yellow, if he'd committed to the pit lane, he would have been back on the group of cars. Wow. Now, who was the yellow for? It's for the uh, 55. Oh, Moisey Moisey has gone off. Oh, he's turn, at five. Yeah, turn five, bottom of the hill. He was in the gravel a moment oh. or two ago. He's been dug out by the racing, uh, the uh, safety truck. Uh, I think he just missed his breaking point. Oh, no, he got help. And Aretsky then. Was that Dante Tormello? Yep. I think it was yeah, Dante was Tormello. Dante getting into him. Six minutes to go. Now, there is an entry into the paddock just to the driver's right here. Let's see if he can fire the two-litre four-cylinder engine and get those 180 horses pulling him in the right direction. Ah, no, he's got damage. That's very yep. good. Very good sportsmanship there from Oretsky because he's going to pull straight into the back of the paddock. That's his race over. Yeah. He is a superb competitor, John. He's been racing in a lot of different series this year. He's been having a lot of success in other places as well. And his coach, Justin Piscatel, also driving with him in the Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship. They work very well together. But Moisey has been taught, first and foremost, don't mess up anyone else's race. That's not why we're here. We're here to learn. I think Bruno Caniero has finally trying to realise that he's got to try and get rid of that rear bumper. It's hanging on by one fastener <laughs> right underneath the rear 
trunk lid, the boot lid of that car. I think we'll come back to green this time around. And once again, it'll be Connor Zilic who brings them to green. Yeah, the safety car lights are out. I reckon we're going to have... What lap times are we doing? 2.33. I reckon we'll have two laps at the end of this. We're going to be something under four minutes. So that will be uh, this one. We might come to white and green as we come through this time around. Let's just see. If not, it'll be green-white checker. How appropriate on a NASCAR weekend for Connor Zilic. But that is down to the time and the pace of the safety car. Aidan Fastnack has not yet taken his drive through. I can only suspect that he and his team, at least, he can talk to his team. They do have pits to car radio. So presuming that McCumbie McAleer are racing and I'm not sure if... Stephen uh, McAleer or Chad McCumbia here this weekend, yeah? Uh, no, nope, he is on site. Stephen was sending me text messages earlier. Good. He is there. He is on the radio. Thank you, Stephen, for keeping in touch. So they'll be talking to race control and fighting the corner. But I, I tend to think incident responsibility is something that's not going to be rescinded. And effectively, if he doesn't come in, within three laps of it being called and this is now now would you say this is the first lap since it was called or the second lap maybe he'll stay out and take the time penalty if he thinks it, he, he doesn't if it's not going to happen mm. oh no i wouldn't do that in this series given how close the cars are all together you're going to drop what 50 and there's only 30 in the field yeah true, <laughs> true enough start 20 places down on the next one as well Slim Roland just out of line, coming down into Canada corner. We're going to go green with about two and a half minutes to go. So I reckon it will be green-white checker here. Fastnack right in the middle of the pack, right ahead of Matthew Dirks in the white number 76. Right in front of him is Justin Piscatel. Now, the way I read this year from the regulations, he can't do his drive-through and follow the safety car in i think it's got to be green when he comes uh, in no i think he can follow the safety car in because yeah i think he's okay to do that let's see if he pulls out a line he has not fast night has stayed out two minutes and 18 to go let's see if we get the white flag this time around i think we might yes we, we are so it is green and white together because of the pace of the safety car two minutes on the clock so it is one lap of four miles to decide the first race of two this weekend here at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, and America's National Park of Speed. Joey Atanasio's pulled out the line. He's on the outside, coming down into turn one, but the leaders go through. Big sideways moment for Piscatel. And a fabulous piece Ooh. of avoidance by Aaron Johnson, who has to try and pick his way through. One, two, three, four, five wide, going down into turn oh number three and Chris Noons in the car with the pink front was on the grass for a moment this is great news for Connor Zilic the man who qualified on pole oh. with a new qualifying record has pulled out half a car's length from Michael Carter and Gresham Wagner and Celine Roland is still in there as well Roland right in fourth position behind him is Fastnacht here comes the battle for the lead down to turn five the outside pass hasn't really worked and it's Wagner Going down the inside of Carter this time. The two cars side by side are for second and third. Wagner in the red and white car gets back into second. 
Check that corner in the red and white car gets back to second. My goodness, that's tight. Roland on the grass again in the lighter colour of the car and Fastnack still in this. He might get a finger wagging at the end of this from the clerk of the course for not coming through for that drive through. We'll wait for the stewards to sort that one out. Halfway around the yep. final lap, they threw the hurry downs and in turn eight and into the carousel. And Connor Zilic now has only really Canada corner and the last corner and the run up the hill to defend, I reckon, here, Shea, but he's going to have to defend because yep. Carter's right there. And Carter is thinking about making this move. He's going to stay up tight behind him, going through the kink, and then make the look going into Canada corner. But he needs to be careful because Gresham Wagner still hanging on to that third position. Any one of them could wind up on the top step. Celine Roland could end up in the top step, I tell you here, because yeah. if those three make an indiscretion coming down, this is the last big breaking area. Fastnack goes to the left-hand side. And another spin in the background, and that was the Starb car again. I think that was David Starb who was going around this time. The uh, 36 rather than the 37 coming through the kink, so that might have been a very big moment through Bill Mitchell corner for the final car time now. Top six are together. Fastnack is up to fifth position, but I think he'll be taken out of the results. We'll wait to hear the official line. And now the drag up the line. 45 minutes ago, I told you that the draft is strong here. Let's see who pulls out. Fastnack pulls out really, really early, going for a spot on the podium at the line. The checkered flag is out. The VP Racing Fuel checkered flag is out. And at the line, it is Zilic who takes it from Michael Carter. And in third place, it is Gresham Wagner, just ahead of Fastnack and Roland. Then it's Caniero, third in the rookies. Then Jansson and Matthew Dirks and Justin Piscatel and Chris Noons makes it into the top ten from way down wow. in the field from 24th position there is an asterisk next to Aiden Fastnacht he was assessed a drive through penalty for contact with our guest driver Parker Kliegerman, Kliegerman who fought his way back by the way in that number 75 Thunder Buddy racing car to 21st position no doubt about the winner New fastest lap in qualifying for the record for Connor Zilic and he's turned that pole position into a win share Adam well, and this race has done wonders for the championship battle because with Jared Thomas being scored down in the 26th position, as it was Michael Staub who had the big off in the kink, the front end of that car looking a bit second hand, as a matter of fact. And but Max Opalski involved in that as well. Sorry, I had two oh, no. Staubs to, uh, to choose from and I picked the wrong one. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, how the 51 happened. got involved. That was a big, big sideways moment. Yeah. And a great bit of avoidance uh, from the driver of the number 27 car that was in behind there. That was awesome stuff. Mm. That was Dante Tornello. Well, that's big championship points for Conor Zilic. He's the best of the rookies. Fasenak scored a second best rookie. We'll wait to see what... Uh, uh, what sanction race control take there for the for the Hicks and Motorsports uh, for the McCombie McAleer Racing driver? Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, points but for points for leading the most uh, laps for him as well, Shea. Connor Zilich coming away not only with his first win but the bonus points for leading the most laps and taking the pole position. Five points going, sorry, 10 points going the way of car number five, Gresham Wagner, getting his one, two, three, fourth podium of the season, coming home in the third place. And then Michael Carter, first podium of the season. He finishes in second, and that, he hopes, will be able to kickstart him for a much better second half of 2022.
Gresham Wagner gets the points for fastest lap. Half a second away from the race lap record. Well, a couple of interventions by the Mazda MX-5 safety car. Our guest driver, no doubt, doing himself uh, no harm. And I'm sure having a lot of fun, but he'll be disappointed to be down in 21st part. And Klingerman though starts on the front row for tomorrow's race, which is green flag at exactly the same time as this morning. Just after, just on nine o'clock local time here in the central time zone at Road America. So make sure you tune back for that all free without any breaks or blocks in sound and vision via imsradio.com. Hit the listen live or the live video and you can follow along. Connor Zilic takes it then for Hickson Motorsport ahead of Carter Racing Enterprises and Michael Carter in second with Gresham Wagner in third for Spark Performance. Three of the big teams in Itametsu Mazda MX-5 Racing are on the podium for race one. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Make sure you join Shea Adam and me, John Hindoff, then for the moment. For all of our production staff here at Road America and up at Charlotte, thanks for joining us and bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.